ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Jason, how was your week? Very long, very tiring. Uh, you know, obviously we weren't here last week due to Hurricane Ida. Yeah, uh, our our thoughts and you know anything that we can send to the folks affected by Hurricane Ida are are there. I'm I'm getting some stuff together to take to work. My uh, my employer is sending a bunch of supplies over there for people, so I'm going to take and put a bunch of stuff together for that. Yeah, we went over yesterday with my employer. And gave out 7,000 bottles of water, some flashlights, some little hygiene kits that had, you know, hand sanitizer, baby wipes, that kind of stuff in it. So, yeah, um, I mean, it, it, I'll, I'll say this, you know, going through into New Orleans, um, the roofs don't have shingles, but they have roofs. Yeah. Um, there's no power in a lot of the places still. Uh, some places we're hoping to get it back on within a couple of days. Some they're saying that it's going to be like six weeks. Um, this was a whole lot better than it could have been. So for New Orleans, for now New you Orleans. go a little further now, now west. When you go when you go down down the bayou, as they say, mm-hmm. down to Thibodeau and Raceland and all that. It's th- those places don't exist anymore. Uh, that's that's the, the best the way, best to way put I can say it. Um, you know when New Orleans redid their levee system and all that kind of stuff after Katrina. They actually didn't follow the plans that were given to them. Uh, the company that did it went over and above what was actually told that they should. And, you know, hearing the reports of the levees barely holding on during this, yeah, it's probably a good idea that they uh, they said, nah, we're going to add a little bit more to this to make sure it works. Yeah. You know, it's it's become a meme and a joke about New Orleans being built below sea level. It's a bowl. And it is. <laughs> and it it is a problem that needs to be addressed somehow. And I don't know how you address this, Look, but it is a an issue that needs to be addressed. All I'm saying is at some point we're going to have an underwater zombie city huh? because the, the city's below sea level, and eventually it's going to fill up with water again. And with all of the cemeteries and all of the voodoo shops, that's just asking for trouble. Yeah, it is. Uh Continuing on the bad news, and yeah. we hate to start the show off this way, especially, especially this, this show. show, but it, it is something that, that we need to discuss. Uh, former WCW star and TNA star, That's, Daphne, she's probably more well-known for her TNA, but she yeah. was in WCW. Yeah. Uh, Daphne, Daphne Unger. Daphne Unger. She uh, killed herself, um, it appears, in a, this week. In a very... Uh... Very interesting fashion. She put yeah. out like an Instagram video, I think, where she was talking about how, uh, how much she hurt. Yeah. How much? I, what was going on? She was in. Most people will probably know her from TNA when she was with Abyss and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, she, she was, was kind of like a zombie. She was, she was uh, a zombie. She was very proto Rosemary. And she did a uh, uh, she did a thing with uh, where she played a kind of parody of Sarah Palin. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, she got hurt really bad and it ended her career in one match. 
she was put against a a wrestler who I don't remember which wrestler it was, but was extremely extremely green, and she jumped off the top rope and sat on her completely. Yeah, and we're talking this was she was fighting a very large woman, mm-hmm. and TNA did almost nothing to help her with her medical bills or anything. Uh, that has all since changed, and most of these wrestling organizations now they at least do a little bit. Um, but it ended her career. She puts out this Instagram video. She was only 46. Yeah. Uh, she put out this Instagram video about how she was going to kill herself. You know, she had a gun on the bed with her. Um, everybody started reaching out to her, you know, all of her friends, Mick Foley started reaching out to her. You know, he was posting that he was getting her voicemail. He was begging for, you know, if anybody knew, you know, knew her Uh, to, to see if they could, the authorities were apparently called. Her family got there, and then you know, the next day it's announced that she had killed herself. Yeah. So there, there was some some issues, I guess, with the authorities getting into yeah, her the, apartment. The the landlord wouldn't let them in. Wouldn't give them a key. Something like that. Uh, I, I don't know. I read something where they did get a key, but it didn't unlock the deadbolt. So they ended up having to break in anyways. I read somewhere that the police came out, and then left, and and without trying yeah. to to you know, get in and actually do a welfare check. I don't know. I think things are still coming out and it's a, it's a difficult situation. How do you determine when it is appropriate to jump in and, and break into somebody's house exactly. for a welfare check? Uh, with that being said, if anybody listening to this, any of our friends or family that are listening to this, if you are having a hard time, please reach out to us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, those of us, those of you who know us, you probably have our numbers. If not, we're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Reach us through Messenger. If, for whatever reason, you don't feel like you can come to us, there is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and that can be found at 800-273-8255. Once again, 800-273-8255. I think they also have, if you go to their website, uh, yep. they have a text chat as well where you can text with somebody if you're, if you just don't want to talk to anybody, you, you can't talk to somebody. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you you're one of those people that just prefers, you know, you don't want to talk, you want to text or you just don't like being on the phone with somebody, yep. there's resources out there for you. There's options. Please. Uh, you don't even have to go to their website. I've got it pulled up here on Google right now. You actually, they have a button there to call, chat, or visit their website. So you can just do it through Google, just National Suicide Hotline is what I typed in. They call it a lifeline, which is what it is. Yep. If you're struggling, please, we want to help. Yeah, Um, Yeah, absolutely. We love you, and we want to keep you around. Yep. So, heavy stuff. Now that we've started off our 100th episode. Wait, what did you say, 100? Yeah, 100. Almost two years of this idiocy. Wow. Um, now that we started off our 100th episode with some very, very negative and down and, and sad stuff. Yes. Um, what are we drinking, Michael? This week we are drinking, and I can't remember if we've done this one before or not. I know we've done some of the other ones in this line, but I, I don't remember if we've actually done this one. We have Johnny Walker, a Song of Ice, 
blended scotch whiskey. This is a tie-in, of course, with the Game of Thrones uh, and limited editions. I know we've done the Song of Fire. I know we did Song of Fire because it was that cinnamony one. Yeah, and I know we've done the uh, White Walker. White Walker. Well, I picked this up. You know, of course, you know, you got a hurricane coming. What do you do? You pick up right. some, pick up some liquor. Pick up some liquor. So I saw this one, and I was with my girlfriend, and she kind of liked it, and I was like, "All right, yeah, let's let's pick this one up." And I've kept it in the freezer ever since, so it is nice and cold. Cool. And it is delicious. Awesome. So go out and get that for you. It's not all that expensive. It was, I think, forty bucks, fifty yeah, bucks somewhere not in there. Too bad for a, a scotch. Um, yeah, and it's just it's a scotch. It's got a nice little blended scotch flavor to it. And it's Johnny Walker. It's not, you know, it's not an Ardbarg Isla. It's not a you know, Glenfiddich or whatever. It's not know. a it's not a five hundred dollar bottle, but you know, no, hey. It is a it's but it is a nice scotch to sit back and enjoy and you know, drink. And of course it and is the bottle's meant to cool. Be, yeah, the bottle is really cool. It's got I mean it's yeah. just a it's a, it's like a wrapped bottle is basically what it is, but it's yeah. got ghost on it if you're a game of thrones fan and so if you're not a game of thrones fan it's got a white wolf on yeah. it essentially is what it, what you have and then of course you've got the little uh johnny walker uh dude walking there underneath wolf's uh head yes so so cool but um well on, on uh this the day of all out shall we get into it i guess we shall 100 episodes that's impressive, eh? at least to me. I think so. Um, we'll kick off with Raw. We had a, a, an opening segment with Damian Priest where he talks about he's going to go back to being the U.S. champion and offering uh, an open challenge to everybody, uh, which brought out Sheamus, it brought out Drew McIntyre, it brought out Lashley and MVP, it brought out Riddle and Orton. Which honestly, Riddle and Orton are probably the best thing on Raw right now. I I, I don't necessarily like that because Riddle still has some issues around him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, then, yeah. We then had Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley, where uh, Rhea won, I believe. Yeah, Rhea won with the most devastating move in all of wrestling. Oh Lord. The Viking Raiders beat Veer and Jinder Mahal. Uh, we had Sheamus versus Damian Priest versus Drew McIntyre for the U.S. title, where Damian Priest won clean in the middle of the ring. And then afterwards, uh, him and Drew McIntyre shook hands. Uh, Eva Marie versus Dewdrop. Uh, it didn't go anywhere. Uh, uh and I don't mean that just as a dig on the fact that the that uh, even Marie is terrible. Uh, I mean that in the fact that it didn't go anywhere. Uh, the match didn't even start. Um, but Humberto Carrillo versus uh, Lord Humongous. I mean Carrying Cross. Uh, where Carrying Cross won. Charlotte Flair versus Nia Jax, which was a cluster and a half. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to talk about that. But Nia Jax beat Charlotte clean in the center of the ring. We then had Omos versus John Morrison, where Omos won. Uh, Xavier Woods versus AJ, where AJ won. Then we had RK Bro versus MVP and Bobby Lashley. And uh, I do believe RK Bro won. Yes, RK Bro won. And uh, MVP. All right. And that was Raw. Uh, jumping over to Tuesday night and NXT, we start the show off with uh, Saray 
versus Mandy Rose with uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Uh, Saray defeated Rose by countout, and Rose just kind of had enough and walked away. She got kicked in the face, sir, and helped to the back. Well, she had enough and walked away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're they're playing up on the whole Mandy Rose is pretty thing and the face like broke. I'm sure she's going to come out in one of those broken nose mask gimmick things that they do. She's come out in like uh, a, a Phantom of the Opera mask. You know, see that see that uh, Seamus is done with his, and, and so his. you know they're just going to move it over to her. Uh, we get Kyle O'Reilly versus Duke Hudson, um, and of course. O'Reilly defeats Hudson. We then uh, we have uh, Elit Dragunov come out and speak, and nothing really happened there. Uh, yeah, he just basically said thank you, thank you. I wanted to see more, you know, people trying to murder each other. Right. If if I see either Walter or Dragunov on TV, I expect them to be expect trying to murder. murder. You know. Uh. Kaylee Ray explained why she came to NXT and it's because she's done everything in NXT UK. So now they're going to move her over to the U S and continue her climb. Uh, we get Imperium versus Drake Maverick and Grayson Waller, where of course Imperium gets the win there. We see Johnny Gargano versus L a Knight. Hey, you did it right. The first time I did it right. The first time. And who was with Johnny Gargano? Who was with Johnny Gargano? Index was with Johnny Gargano. That's right. He was. Index was there. Dexter was there. Uh, you know, kind of weird to see the fact that Gargano is able to play with this. Yeah. Uh, and and run with it where he's he's carrying everything because Dexter's just standing there like Dexter does. No, sir. No. Dexter Loomis is the only man on the planet that can convey an extreme range of emotions with never changing his face <laughs> or saying anything. <laughs> so at the end of the match, uh, Knight defeated Gargano by pinfall. Uh, we get uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Jesse Kamea, where, of course, Gonzalez defeated Kamea. Uh, and then we get Samoa Joe challenging NXT. And we end, I think, no, a lot of matches on NXT. Uh, we get Smojo challenging NXT. Then we get Roderick Strong versus, uh, I'm going to mess this up, Eichmann Euro, Jiro, where Strong, of course, gets the win there. They're pushing him. Then our final match of the night was uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Ridge Holland. And this was a much better match than I thought it was going to be. Like, I realized that Tommaso Ciampa is Tommaso Ciampa. Ridge Holland, I didn't think, was going to be able to hold his own in there and make it look as good as he was able to make it look. It's still Ridge Holland in there with Ciampa, and Ridge is outclassed in every conceivable way. Right. Ciampa did get the win there. Uh, it was good. It was a decent match to end the show. And it kind of was surprised that Ciampa got the win because they've been pushing Ridge. Yeah. So, uh, moving over to AEW Dynamite, the only show I've ever seen in Chicago that goes off the air with the Chicago crowd utterly silent. Jesus Christ, right? So, let's go through the card, shall we? We get um, Santana and Ortiz versus FTR, where um, Santana and Ortiz defeated FTR. 
CM Punk comes out and talks. We get Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans, where Cassidy defeats Evans. Jim Ross interviews Chris Jericho. We get Brian Cage versus Powerhouse Hobbs, where um, I think Hobbs got the win. Uh, yes, he did. Yeah, because, of course, they didn't throw it on there. Yeah, shenanigans from the rest of Taz's crew. Uh, we get uh, Taya Conti versus Penelope Ford. Where Conti defeated Ford. We get a eight-man tag team match, because of course we do. We have the Lucha Bros and Jurassic Express versus the Elite. In the end of the match, the Elite get the win. They defeated Jurassic Express, and then we go off the air with the Elite beating down basically all the faces. Mm. They didn't beat down Jurassic Express. They were out of the ring. They beat down... uh... Because the cage came down. That's right. They brought the cage down. And they just beat up the Lucha Bros. Beat up the Lucha Bros. And the Chicago crowd was completely silent. Yeah. You had all the faces trying to get in, and the elite was keeping them off with the, the cold spray, with some kendo sticks. Yeah. And I'm sitting here screaming, just climb up the outside of the support structure right. where they can't reach you with any of that and then dive in on them. But, yeah, Chicago. I've never seen, even when WWE has put on bad shows in Chicago, Chicago fans are there for it. They're loud. They're proud. They are screaming or booing. There was nothing. It was nothing. It was it was a dead silent and uh, arena. Every single time the elite have done something with that, it has been silent. And no matter where you are, but I think the most telling is Chicago. Yeah, for sure. And yet they don't seem to be changing course. But we're, we'll if, get to that. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, this is... Yeah, I agree. You're I infuriating. We're, we're, we're going to get to that. <laughs> um, So, Friday Night SmackDown, we kick off with the Street Profits versus the Usos, where the Street Profits win by disqualification. So, of course, the Usos keep the titles. Um, Becky Lynch had a pro, cut a promo that got interrupted by Bianca Belair. Uh, we had Rick Boogs versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, where Boogs won, uh, which immediately led to a backstage segment with Becky and Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, where the Extreme Rules match was put forward uh, for Becky versus Bianca. We had Seth Rollins versus Cesaro, where Cesaro won by a disqualification. Then Rollins started beating him up. Then Edge came down to make the save. Um, we had the Kevin Owens show segment with happy Corgan, happy Corgan, <laughs> happy, happy Corbin, Corbin. <laughs> and Logan Paul. That's what I was going with. I had Corbin and Logan in the head at the same time. Um, not, not Billy Corgan. No. Uh, then we had Dominic Mysterio versus Sami Zayn where Sami Zayn wins. And then, uh, the final fight was, uh, Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor where Roman won to retain his title. Did you catch the tease at the end there as Roman yes, was walking the out? the red light flash and the, and heartbeat. the heartbeat. So we're going to feed the demon to Roman Reigns, apparently. Yeah, that's what I'm the afraid of. The demon's never really lost, so we're you know why not let Roman Reigns beat him, huh? That's right. And then just real quick, we did have Rampage, of course, uh, where Malachi Black beat Lee Johnson because uh, there's no way in hell that anybody is beating Malachi Black for a while. Um, Chris Statlander had a... Two-on-one handicap versus Rebel and Jamie Hayter, in which she won. 
to set up our Herbert's Britt Baker DMD tonight. To be fair, they essentially just fed Rebel to her. Yeah, because Jamie, I don't even know if Jamie was ever officially a, a. competitor in the ring like right. tagged in she tried to run in a few times and do some stuff but it was mostly rebel yep and we had darby allen versus daniel garcia where darby won all uh, right then 2.0 came down and attacked him and then cm punk was on commentary so cm punk came down to the ring and helped clear out and then you go off the air with well you say punk and Darby Allen. You, you say Punk helped clear out. All he really did was like walk and he, stare at he them. He walked up and yeah, that was kind of it. And Darby, who'd been getting beaten down for the last three minutes, did a, a immediately a, gets a, up, gets in the ring, dive. and does a suicide dive. So, where do you want to start? Let's start Jason? on Monday night because okay. we can we can close out with our AEW discussions uh, because we can talk a little bit about All Out because that's okay. tonight. Um, so. Let's talk about Raw. There's not a whole lot on Raw to talk about except what in the hell was going on with Charlotte and Nia. They had, and you, if you don't believe me, go and watch Botchamania this week because Matthew got it out quick. Yes. They legitimately had a beef in the ring. Yeah. There was some kind of serious miscommunication mm-hmm. which resulted in Charlotte legit slapping Naya, which resulted in Naya legit slapping Charlotte back after yelling at her, I'm not that bitch. Yeah. Um so they like slapped and punched at each other for a bit. Then Charlotte just decided to go run the ropes and came back and jumped on Naya's shoulders and Naya just kinda shrugged her off, didn't even try to do a Samoan drop. Didn't even try anything. Uh they continued fighting with each other for a few more seconds. Then reset, and pretty quick after that, Nia pinned for the win, and that was it. Yeah. Um, my guess is that if Nia was in in the line for the title at this point, mm-hmm. that she's not. Well, see this, but here's the thing: I don't. Nia was not necessarily in the title line. Uh, Alexa was, but apparently at six o'clock. Uh, Pacific time. So, were we talking eight here? Well, no. Hang on. Back that up. Raw goes live at eight our time. Seven our time. Seven our time. At so six o'clock Eastern yeah, time, maybe. Yes, because it. So like that would have been an hour before, before the, the show, show. Vince was ripping up the second rewrite of the show to do everything completely different. Uh, for Raw. So, you know, we talk about Raw being the same. We talk about Raw not progressing anywhere. That's why. Yeah. Um, Vince decides he doesn't like what they've come up with, which is fair. I mean, but you don't need to be waiting until the last minute mm-hmm. to make that decision. And now, apparently, him and Bruce Pritchard are going to be in charge of uh, AEW Dynamite. I, I don't even know how to respond to that. I mean, because, you saw the new logo, right? The new NXT logo is... But, but you said eight. I know. The new NXT logo is the intro to AEW Dynamite. It is bright blue and bright pink and bright orange and bright yellow. So they're, the exp- they're, they're the trying explosions. to... They are still trying after Dynamite thoroughly whooped that ass. Yep. They're still trying to 
it's not even the same people who watch. I, 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 yeah, that's about how I feel about it. Just, just look at look at Carrying Cross, look at poor Carrying Cross. On NXT, he was a, and we we've completely gotten away from what we were talking about. But on NXT, Carrying Cross was a beast. You know, he was this half psychopath, half monster, uh, that ran through everybody. And honestly, the best thing that happened to him was his injury because he was able to come back as a much more fleshed out yeah. character. And, and now, uh, Vince McMahon went to Spirit Halloween, mm-hmm. got a Lord Humongous costume from Mad Max, mm-hmm. and that's what Karrion Cross wears to the ring. He's got little cute leather suspenders and a little Roman gladiator skirt and a mask. Uh, and and they, they have taken Scarlet away from him. Scarlet's gone. We haven't even seen her. Uh, his entrance is weak as yep. can be with it's just him walking down to the ring without the smoke. No smoke. And no no scarlet. No anything. It's just, it's terrible yeah. what they've done to him. Look how they massacred my boy. Yeah. You know? um, and now they're going to do that. And they're talking about there's more releases on the way. And the rumors are those releases are people that have been there for a while. So like Gargano, Ciampa, uh, strong, strong. Yeah. Those are the only people that I can really think of. Sorry. You're fine. Those are the only people I can think of that have been there a while. Yeah. I mean, you might see that's for the men's. You might see like Candice LeRae. You might see, uh, I see. I don't think that they can release Candace right now. Why is that? She's, She's pregnant. pregnant. That's true. So I, I they may I, not be able to. I, I think that if they do, that opens them up up to some, some liability. Maybe some real big. Now, whether you know they release her in, let's just say nine months, yeah. after she's had the baby before she can return to the ring, that's different. They'll, no, they'll let her return. She'll have one match, and then they'll release. Yeah. Her. Um. But yeah, there's just. But basically what we're saying is in the coming weeks, we probably won't be reviewing NXT anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, once once they launch the new show, if it goes downhill as quickly as we expect it to, I, I would expect us within a month of the new show launching that we're just not going to watch it. Yeah, I'll save my two hours on Tuesday nights. Yeah, I got um, better things to do. I'll, we'll, we'll review Dark. <laughs> <laughs> dark and uh, Elevation. Yeah. Um. The only other thing really on Raw that was that I thought was cool is, like I said, kind of alluded to a little bit, is Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Uh, Riddle's fantastic as a character. I really hate that I like him because of all the allegations and everything that have been led. You like him. the character, you hate the person. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Because it's um, it's very similar to, you know, I still would enjoy watching Cliff Huxtable. Yeah. But I can't because Pretty Bill much. Cosby is a monster. And while I don't think Matt Riddle was on the level of Bill Cosby, um, yeah, I but get you. The, the analogy. Yeah. That's that's all I was going for was the um, analogy there. The 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 comment that he made when he when he says, uh, we're gonna challenge you, Bobby Lashley, and MVP to an open challenge for the raw titles. And Randy kind of leans over and goes, dude, that's not how an open challenge works. <laughs> uh those two playing off of each other is fantastic. Now, apparently Riddle has a lot of heat at the moment, though, uh, for some comments that he made about Roman Reigns. 
Roman Reigns had an interview where he said he moves the needle. You know, he's the most important person in wrestling today, that kind of thing. And it was in response to CM Punk returning. Yeah. Um, you know, Roman because let's face Roman poo pooed all over that because he is a company man. That's what they have to do. Well, yeah, um, I mean, he 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 went out and did what he was told to do. So, but let's face it, CM Punk returning moved the needle. Yes. So Riddle had an interview, and Riddle's comment was uh, that Roman doesn't move the needle. That Roman is boring. Uh, that if anything, RK Bro is what's moving the needle. They're the ones that are selling the merch. And he says, you can look that up. Our merch sells better than Roman's does. Um, and he goes on for a few minutes about that. And then he goes, you know, I better stop before I end up getting myself in trouble. Uh, really and truly, yeah, Roman's a great guy. Uh, the storyline they're doing with him is awesome, blah, 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 blah. You know, then he kind of gets back on script. But he's apparently caught catching some heat backstage, uh, which isn't the first time. Uh, Riddle went on a rampage about Goldberg. Uh, he went on a rampage about Brock being a part-timer at one point to the point where he made the comment that he wanted to be the one that retired Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar says, keep my name out of your mouth before I remove it. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. That would actually be interesting, especially if they just decided to go shoot. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing. He said that he could kick Roman's ass in a legit fight. Uh, I, probably. And I'm sure he could because he is a, Riddle was a legit MMA guy. One of them is a legitimately trained and professionally competed MMA fighter. The other one is a Hollywood actor. The other one is a Hollywood actor slash professional wrestler yep. who trains in the gym. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. Uh, I, it It is... That's like me saying that I could go up to anybody who's ever trained in karate or MMA right. and say so you can beat them. Yeah, like and honestly, no, I would get, I'd get my butt whooped. And that's honestly pretty much all Raw was. Yeah, when it comes down to it, the the big takeaway from Raw was the fight between Charlotte and Nia. Charlotte and Nia, and I'm curious to see how that plays out. The ref had no idea what was happening. Yeah, he was completely lost. And at the risk of sounding like we're sponsored by Botchamania, which we're not, <laughs> although, you know, yeah. Matthew, if you hear this and you want to... Uh, you want to plug? Come on. Want, you know, come through? Come on. But, uh, yeah, he breaks it down, and he did it yeah. in a couple of days. And you can see them actually fighting. Yeah. You can see the ref standing in the back like... What, what do is I do happening? Yeah. How do I stop this? There's one move where they kind of turn it into like a side backdrop type thing. It, yeah, it looked terrible. It looked terrible. Neither one of the ladies were on the same page. It is a beautiful train wreck. Yes. And you should definitely yep. go check it out. Both find a raw replay on YouTube or something that has it and then go watch Botchamania yes. and, and take a look at it. And as he breaks it down and, and, you know, amplifies their words and stuff so that you can actually hear what they're being, what's being said. Um, going to SmackDown, we see Becky cuts a promo about how, um, she took her opportunity. She, she mentions that she never lost the women's title. She saw an opportunity here that Bianca should be thanking her, uh, because she stepped in to save, uh, 
what would have been one of the biggest disappointments on SummerSlam, which I don't know if she realized or not, but that was the biggest disappointment on SummerSlam. Well, um, I mean, she's doing the heel thing. Yeah. They're, they're trying that to when, make Becky Lynch a heel. And the whole crowd is just cheering her the whole time she's talking. The yeah. only time the crowd didn't cheer Becky was when Becky said that Bianca Belair, that she says, Bianca, you call yourself the smartest, the strongest, the fastest. I think you're nothing. And the crowd was not into that one. Uh, the crowd started chanting for Bianca at that point. But uh, overall, I, this is not working. Becky's not going to be a heel. No, she's not. You're not going to get her booed. I, I know that Vince sees her as a heel. She's not. She is the most over with the exception of CM Punk right now, and that's just because CM Punk just returned, she's the most over person in wrestling at the moment. Um, uh, she's in the top five. Okay, I'll give you top five. Punk, Roman, because Roman's over as hell. Roman's over. Roman's over. I, I, but Becky, when she went, when she yeah. left last year, she was hands down the oh, most yeah, over. Sure. And she, as soon as she came back, she's right back up there. Yeah. I mean, the thing she's is, just not going to, it's not going the, to work it's not. to put her as a heel. It didn't work in the late 90s, early 2000s when WWE tried to change Stone Cold into a heel. It didn't work. No. It's not going to work with Becky. And while I'm not saying Becky's Stone Cold, not by any means. What I am saying is that they are giving Becky the same notes to hit, mm-hmm. or they were giving Becky the same notes to hit as Stone Cold hit. The I had to scratch and claw and fight my way here. You know, I was constantly overlooked. I'm, you know, was she was fighting with the authority that was Charlotte. You know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, she was getting the same notes. She was getting the same beats. Right. Becky's not going to work as a heel. They tried this already. They tried turning her heel, and it lasted, what, two weeks, three weeks, tops? Something like that. And then she was right back to being a face. I get that they want a legit competitor for Bianca because there's something going on with Sasha Banks. Yeah, something happened with Sasha, whether she's sick, whether she's... Whether she's sick, whether she's arguing over vaccination, because I've heard that, too, that she's very anti-vax, so... Whether maybe she's got pulled back into Disney for uh, filming another season of Mandalorian... You know, whatever it happens to be, Bianca needs a legit competitor. And Becky can be that legit competitor. But Becky's not going to work as a heel. No. And there you go. Bianca Bianca worked great as a heel in NXT. Yeah. And I don't, but I think the problem is, is they said, okay, well, we cannot turn Bianca right now. It just wouldn't work. It wouldn't work for Bianca either. It really either. wouldn't at the moment. At the moment. Now, I think that they can turn her but it's going to be a months-long well, process. Again, going back, we're giving Becky those same Stone Cold beats and, and things. Stone Cold wasn't really a face. Stone Cold wasn't really a heel. Stone Cold was a tweener. Yeah. Becky can work that way. Becky can work heel against the uber-face uh, Bianca without being the dastardly cheating uh, heel. She can pull off the Stone Cold hey, I teamed up with a face to beat a tag team of heels, and then at the end of it, stunned my partner, gave him the middle fingers, and drank a beer on the, uh, the ring post, yeah. you know? Well, but and that's... Vince doesn't want to do that. Nope. Vince didn't want to do that with Stone Cold. Yep. Until it just 
was undeniable. Yeah. And the problem is, is Becky was gone for a year and a half. And so it's not completely undeniable at the moment. Right. With that being said, I think it's going to come back and it's going to be completely undeniable because Becky is that good. Mm -hmm. She may not be like the super best in the ring. Like I I would argue that the other three horsewomen are better than her in the ring. Yeah. But as far as personality is concerned, when she, Becky has the most personality. Yeah, when she stumbled onto the man gimmick yeah. and, and created the man gimmick and then Nia broke her nose because Nia's an unsafe worker in the ring, yeah. um, she became iconic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of the iconics, their 90 days should be up here Very if soon. they're not already. Um, go to go to AEW, please. We need yeah. more women in AEW. Right. Good um, <laughs> um the only other thing really on, on SmackDown was uh, the tease at the very end. Well, you had, we had this thing running the whole show of with poor Paul Heyman. Uh, he comes out of Roman's dressing room after the Usos got themselves disqualified. Roman tells Paul to go get his, Bring me his my cousins. cousins. Bring me my cousins. Paul walks out of the room. He immediately gets ambushed by Kayla for an interview, and then his phone starts ringing, and it's Brock Lesnar's theme song. Yeah. Um, and he tried, he's she, trying to he's ignore trying it. to ignore it. Kayla, perfect. Hey, Kayla perfect hits him this. with it. <laughs> and then he's leaning in. Like, this was the, the icing on the cake for me. She's leaning in as he's talking to Brock yeah. on the phone. Because <laughs> we only hear the one side of the conversation that just says, yeah. Oh. It's not really a good time. Not really a good time. No, I, I always enjoy talking to you. I, yeah. I always have time for um, and you could just see and then poor Paul's soul. The best crushed. part of this is he hangs up. Kayla says something. And then when Kayla walks off, the camera kind of pans over a little bit. And there's Big E going <laughs> 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 laughing his ass off at Paul Heyman again. Yeah. Uh, apparently uh, Brock is going to be back next uh, Friday on SmackDown at the uh, Madison Square Garden show. So, we have this little thing running the whole time. Roman's going to face Finn Balor in the 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 uh, main event. That's the word I was looking for. Main event, mm-hmm. um, which was a really good match. There were actually a couple points where I knew that Finn wasn't going to win, but maybe you know, yeah. Um, they did a good job with that. Normally, and we we've talked about it a thousand times. You know, normally it's the this is the fight and. There's no Roman's going to win this, you know. Yeah. But there were a couple spots there where it was like, hmm. well, and and normal normally you you see these fights and the competitor in the ring is not somebody of a Finn Balor status. Yeah. Who, even though I don't think WWE really sees him or Vince doesn't really see him as a champion, he was the first Universal Champion. And the Finn also has made a comment here recently that uh. He doesn't need WWE, and WWE doesn't need him. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think, maybe when Finn's contract ends up, Finn may go back to New Japan or something like that. I but, mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I think for a lot of these guys, especially the smaller guys mm-hmm. who came up outside of the WWE system, so yeah. to speak, 
outside WWE is very enticing right now. Mm-hmm. You it really is. We, we were talking beforehand what Not Tony Khan is doing. Yeah. And the the matches, the combos that we were seeing. You know, well, we don't, this is something I do want to lead into okay. after we finish up this little conversation here. Um, we have the match. The Usos get involved. Finn loses. Finn rolls out of the ring. Roman's standing tall in the ring, and as SmackDown goes off the air, we see red lights flash, and we hear the heartbeat. Well, right? that's not what happened. That's not exactly. Okay. Roman got out of the ring. Finn's Roman laid out. The Finn's right. laid out in the ring. He's just that's laying right, there. That's right. And Roman's out of the ring. He's starting Roman's to walk up the, the ramp. And then, then you, you see the red lights and the you hear the heartbeat and Roman looks scared. Yeah. And that's the part. Cause at that, first, cause at first my brain went, well, that's Brock Lesnar lighting, you know, cause mm-hmm. Brock, uh, Brock red, lighting. red lighting. And then I heard the heartbeat and I was like, Oh no, that's the demon King. So either a, we're fixing to see a, a very rare, if ever loss is the demon. Uh, or maybe they use the demon to take the title use off the demon of, to take the title over Roman, which it's time for Roman to drop the title. Yeah. I, I really think it is. He's beating. He's beaten just about everybody that he can beat. I wouldn't have expected it to be Finn, but I mean, maybe. I mean, why not? Why that not? that's where I'm at. Is why not? We're gonna see Brock versus Roman in Saudi Arabia. Well, let me rephrase that. They're going to have Brock versus Roman in Saudi Arabia. I'm not going to see that match yeah. because Blood I'm not going to watch it. Blood Money 6 or whatever it is. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch that. So, yeah. you know, we're going to, but that's the match that they're going to put out there for that, which fine. I get whatever. that's that, that makes sense for that. Uh, but having Finn return as the demon and take the title off Which of we Roman. haven't seen in years. Yeah, we haven't seen him in, in years. Like well, you that said. That would be awesome. That I like be, the demon. That would be a moment. Yeah. You know? I like the demon, and the demon's going to get a huge pop from the crowd. For sure. And I think that that's what they're going for, is they're sure. going for crowd pops, but they're not building anybody up to take oh. the crowd pops when these guys leave. Exactly. Um, so, now, to tie into what you were talking about. What what uh what Tony Khan's doing all that kind of stuff. I want to I want to hit something with Adam Cole real quick. Okay. Um, Adam Cole said Cole Adam Cole <laughs> Adam Carolla Adam Cole <laughs> Adam Cole said that it was absolutely one hundred percent non negotiable. Uh, about his Twitch stream. And that is what really stopped any discussions with WWE because they are one hundred percent non negotiable about third-party platform stuff. Yeah. So they said, so that just ended their discussions. Um, CM Punk said that WWE had reached out to him earlier in the year about his comeback and that they had had a dialogue. But some of the things that they wanted from him as concessions, he absolutely would not do. Yeah. So. WWE is still trying to negotiate from a position of power. They're trying to negotiate that they no longer have. Yeah, they're trying to negotiate from the position of we're the only game in town, and this comes from that Vince McMahon thought of we don't have competitors. There's no one else out there but us. I mean, look at look at when they talk about people. It's rare, rare, rare when they talk about people having championships elsewhere or having wrestled elsewhere, Uh, and they never mention we're. 
You yeah. know, they've, they've never said that AJ Styles was a world champion in New Japan. The, the most TNA. that you get is the few times that they do show some of that footage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they put together a package here or there, they'll use some of that footage. And you'll see in very small print, yeah. courtesy of whatever promotion. Yeah. Well, it is. like, what was it, last year, I think? Or, or end of 19, early last year, something like that, uh, where Sami Zayn name dropped AEW. And everybody was like, oh my God, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, Tony Khan has apparently taken the complete opposite approach as far as Vince. Vince has built the WWE as this insular, it's WWE, there's no outside world. Even to the point of like NXT in some cases, there's no, NXT doesn't even exist. NXT doesn't exist right now. I think that it will exist with if Vince and Bruce yeah. are taking it over, it's going to become we'll canon again. More stuff there, but but um, whereas Tony, right? Tony's like, you want to work in New Japan? You want to work in Impact? You want to work here? You want to work there? Go ahead, because we see Matt Cardona, the GCW champion, King of Death Matches. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He had a match last night or night before last, I think. I think it was last night. I think it was last. Well, night. last night he had the match with GCW. Had a thing. They had a show and. And he got attacked. Well, he he had a match. He defended his title. Yeah. And it's not his title anymore. No. Nah. He uh he got attacked. He he was out in the ring, I believe, talking. He got attacked by a hooded figure who took his hood off and revealed himself to be John Moxley. Then they had a match and John Moxley pinned Matt Cardona to become the new GCW champion, at which point Nick Gage comes down. Yep, and Moxley informed Gage that you know where to find me. So, and this is we are now reaching speculation. Yeah, does that mean that we will see John Moxley defend the GCW title on Dynamite or Rampage? We very well could, and personally, I think that's amazing. You know, we've seen Kenny defend the TNA title and lose it. Yeah. Uh, on on, on Rampage. AW on Rampage. While TNA has a TV deal somewhere, right? Uh, on Axis, I think. They don't have the. They don't have the looks. They don't have the eyes. They, yeah, they don't have uh, the viewership that a GCW debut show on of yeah. Rampage on TNT is going to have. GCW does not have eyes at all. They don't have a, a TV thing. Um, that kind of stuff only helps professional wrestling, if you ask me. Oh, it, it, as long as they're not treating it as this, oh, well, they are obviously so far below us that it doesn't matter at all. Well, I mean, you, you, you know? had Nick Gage competing on Nick Dynamite competing three weeks match. ago, four yeah. weeks ago, with... Chris Jericho. Jericho and got a lot of attention for that you know, match. And and as much as we 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 crapped on, you know, Cody and his open challenge and everything, that's where Eddie Kingston came from. Yeah. You know, we saw Warhorse, which I wasn't that impressed yeah, with. Yeah, I'm not impressed at all with Warhorse. He is apparently this big name on the indie circuit. That's fine. You know, Cody was bringing in these people that are are indie darlings. Yeah. Whether we like them or not, indie darlings. 
to give them television time. And they're and, and talking it, about where they're coming from, too. And, it, you know, it also gives them a tryout match. Yeah. With Cody Kingston. Rhodes. And, Kingston is main event now. Yeah. You know? And look, we, we can go back and forth on whether we think Cody is as good as Cody thinks he is. He's not. He's not. Um, <laughs> but Cody Rhodes is a top competitor in professional wrestling. At least in his mind. And at least as far as AEW is concerned. Yes. Whether whether legit or not, eh, no, that, I, that can be I, debated. We, but, yeah, like I said, we I mean, can go Cody back and tells play. you that he's 1A and 1B with Kenny Omega, but... That's, right, that's sure. yeah, no, um, uh, he's not even in that conversation. I'm sorry, right. Cody. You're not, you're not even in that conversation. You're not even in the same area code yes. as that conversation. Um, but Cody is a big name in AEW. Yeah. Whether he's not because of his wrestling talent, but Cody's a big name in AEW because he's an EVP. He's part of the, you know, the group that founded AEW, right? Yeah. Um, so him giving the, that rub, as as best as can be described, to these people is pretty awesome. Yeah, there's um, there was what half a dozen of them or so that they signed. Yeah, because of that. I mean, or if they didn't sign them, they used them for a while. Look at Thunder Rosa, right? Thunder yeah. Rosa was on NWA. NWA really hasn't had a TV presence uh, in a long time. They had a YouTube presence with Power, but Power's gone. It's been replaced with something else now that just came out of, of several months ago. Um, yeah, they switched to like a premium paid for service yeah. because for Billy reasons. Corgan doesn't have any business sense at all. Um, um, but, you know, she came in with the NWA deal. Uh, Serena Deeb came in with the NWA deal. We got to see them wrestle, and now Thunder Rosa is awesome in AEW, yeah. you know. Um, we're getting to see these teases and hints of like, the Forbidden Door, you know, these New Japan guys coming well, Mox, over. Moxley's wrestling a New Japan guy tonight. Yeah, so we're seeing that kind of stuff. We're seeing as much as we hate it from a character development point of view. We're seeing the Good Brothers. We're seeing the Bullet Club, Yeah, really, with Kenny and the Bucks and the Good Brothers. We're seeing that, you yeah. know. We're, I mean, the Good Brothers are signed with TNA. So ordinarily we wouldn't be able to see, hear, or even comment about that, but here they are, you know. Yeah, you had Kenny who held both the TNA championship and the AEW championship at the same time, and he brought both belts to both shows. Yeah. Tony Khan gets it, mm-hmm. and I think it goes back to Vince McMahon. Oh, this is sports entertainment. Yeah, and Tony Khan's like. This is wrestling. This is wrestling. These are wrestlers. And I have all of this other network. And it really, I think it takes somebody who, with Tony Khan, who has worked with the NFL, mm-hmm. because his family owns. His family owns the Jaguars. The Jaguars. And his family owns. Uh, and they own a soccer team or a yeah. football yeah. in Europe. Uh, I, I don't remember what, what team it is. but I don't either. Because I don't follow that sport at all. At all. But with that being said, he gets it. He gets the feeder the feeder networks of whether it's universities to football or whatever the feeder networks are for soccer. They understand that, and he understands that we can use that to our advantage. Yeah. And it's going to help us, and it's also going to help these other promotions. Mm-hmm. And overall, that is only going to help 
wrestling as a whole. Yeah, for sure. Because, for sure. you know, you go back and look, wrestling was at its height in the mid to late 90s. Yeah, easily. And that was well, one of its heights. I mean, one of its heights. One of its heights. It's the most probably recent the, height. Yeah, yeah, it's the most recent height. And if you go back and you look at what was happening before that, through the 80s, early 90s, you still had the feeder system of the NWA and all the different territories. The territory system was still mostly in place. Vince had dismantled quite a bit of it by that point, but it was still in place. And you had your guys like Stone Cold that came through that and had the chance to learn from guys like Jerry Lawler. Yeah, Vern um, Gagne. You know, they had the chance to learn from those guys and to perform every single night in front of a crowd, even if that crowd was 10 people, mm-hmm. they got to perform in front of them and perfect yeah. their craft. So that by the time they became, you know, they got signed by WCW. All right, this is good. He gets fired from WCW. He goes to ECW. He starts to develop the Stone Cold character, whether he knew he was developing that character or not. Right. He was just ranting because he was pissed off at Eric. Yeah. Then he gets signed by WWE. Vince is like, oh, I'm just going to use you as this this thing that I just need somebody, a, a warm body for. But he manages to turn that into being the biggest name in professional wrestling ever. Yeah, exactly. I will give Hogan more for longevity. Stone Cold was bigger than Hogan. Ooh, that's a tough one. I agree with you, I think. <laughs> uh, Hogan was bigger for longer. Stone, I would argue that Stone Cold's peak was probably higher. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so, that's so what yeah. I'm saying. Hogan yeah, gets, I, Hogan I gets points for longevity, but I think Stone Cold I think I agree was, with you there. was a bigger I star. I think I agree with you the fact that, because Hogan carried the 80s, period. Um... Austin only carried a couple of years, really, mm-hmm. in the 90s. But those years that he carried were, like, epic. So, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, I think. <laughs> I, I think it's the, you know, the brighter star burns faster. Yeah, I think so. You I, know. And honestly, I think if, if if Stone Cold wouldn't have gotten his neck broke, uh... I really think he would have probably turned into, he would have replaced Hogan. Uh, the only question there is, would he have gotten as hot as he did? Probably not. If he hadn't broke his neck and hadn't had to change his style. Probably not. To be more of the, the ground and pound. And, and I, I mean, it's a fun what if. Yeah. It is a fun what if. And maybe we can explore that sometime. Uh, you know, what if this hadn't happened and, and go down that rabbit hole? But we we're kind of getting off track and we really haven't talked about AEW and any of the stuff that happened with it. We we kind of did a little bit, but not really. I mean, there, there just wasn't a whole lot. This was, this was without a doubt, one of the worst go home shows for a pay-per-view that I have ever seen. So what, what do you, what is the go home show for? So, and and, and okay, I'm so, curious about this because you have rampage on Friday night and you have Dynamite. Dynamite's your go-home show. So you're saying Dynamite is the go-home. Sure. And, and Rampage, Rampage is an hour long. Rampage can can get some heat, 
but Dynamite is your show. Dynamite is the flagship show, and yeah. I, I agree with you. I just was, you know. Yeah. Dynamite is your go-home. Um, Dynamite would be where people, where you would want to put stuff together for people that were undecided on buying your pay-per-view. Oh, my God, I have to buy the pay-per-view. Yeah. Right? If what happened at the end of Dynamite had not happened at the end of every Dynamite for the last three months, I would be inclined to purchase All Out to watch, hopefully, the Young Bucks get beat up by the Lucha Bros and lose their belts. However, since that has happened at the end of every Dynamite for the last three months, there's no real drive. I also don't feel that the Young Bucks are going to lose. I don't feel that the Lucha Brothers are going to beat them. Yeah. Now, I hope I'm disappointed there. I hope the Lucha Bros win. I hope they take the belts off. I hope Kenny loses. I hope that the Elite falls apart at this point. Here's what I think needs to happen. I don't want Kenny to lose tonight. Okay. And and I I I don't want Kenny to remain champion. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see Christian be a dual champion, be a dual champion right That's now. That's fair. And and that is the only reason I'm saying that is cuz I don't That's want Christian fair. to have both titles. That was fun for a while with Kenny. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see that again for it a little while. It worked with Kenny. I don't know if it'll work with Christian. Yeah, so I need the Bucks to lose. I need the Bucks to lose. I need Lucha Bros to take the titles. Um, but I need Kenny to cheat to win something. Okay. I, you know, I, I need yeah. him, and then I need him to lose. To Hangman on a returning. To team. Hangman or to anybody at this point. Yeah, but I really right. want him to lose to Hangman because I think yeah. Hangman deserves it. It's Hangman's time. And when he comes back from his vacation where I guess he was having a kid, if I remember yeah. correctly. His wife, um, yeah, his wife's pregnant. They're having a kid, that kind of thing. Yeah, let him, when he comes back, bring him back with some renewed vigor and let's get him out there. Yeah. Let's talk about, as we approach an hour, and let's talk we about... We can go over on our 100th episode. We can, we can but let us talk about the match card and some predictions that you overall. Yeah. Yeah. So we have all out, which is tonight. I'm going to save that one for last. AEW world championship, Kenny Omega versus Christian cage. I think we've both made our predictions there. It's it's Kenny. Uh, Jericho versus MJF and Jericho must retire. If he loses. As much as I hate it because of the way they built this, I think MJF wins. I don't think Jericho's ready to go, so I think Jericho wins. Okay, and the only reason I say that is because I think, I think MJF wins. MJF quote unquote retires Jericho because Jericho's got. I mean, he's got a tour with Fozzie coming up. Uh, he's doing another Jericho which is not affiliated with AEW this year. Um. AEW stars will be there, but like the last one they, they did where it was, it was AEW. Yeah. Uh, you know, I forget what they called it, but you know, it was, it was there. Uh, it's apparently not affiliated at all with AEW as okay. far as on the level of AEW. Again, like I said, AEW stars will be there, but you know, it's not an AEW it's not sponsored an AEW sponsored thing. Um, 
So I think I think MJF wins, which sucks because then he's won all four matches, and that's dumb as hell to me. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Um, I think Jericho wins, but I think it might be like a by a disqualification or something. That's fair. I could see that. Um, so that Jericho's injured and and has to go away. That could work. Um. We kind of talked about this one, but we'll we'll see it again. AEW World Tag Team Championship still cage match. Young Bucks, Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Really hope the Lucha Bros win here. Um, I'm I'm pretty scared that the Bucks will win. Though. I'm I'm honestly hoping, and we we talked about it a little bit yeah. at the beginning of the show. I'm really hoping that Tony sat there and said, "Why is the Chicago crowd silent?" Yeah. And if the Bucks were scheduled to win, they pulled some. They they sat down and took. Is this working? Because it's not. No, it is not and, working. I mean, and the thing is, according to Tony, no performer on the AEW roster, including CM Punk, has full creative control. And so, yeah, he and he's the one who said it. The buck stops with me. Yeah, and I really as hope, it should be. I really hope he listened to the difference of the Rampage crowd when CM Punk came back. Versus the rampage versus the the Chicago crowd at the end of Dynamite. you don't even have to you same show you same show same because show. CM Punk came out earlier yeah. in the show and the crowd was on fire yep and then and the I, crowd I know was it's not exactly fair silent. comparing CM Punk in Chicago to anybody else in Chicago but I mean but anybody else the in the rest of the show quiet. anybody else the rest of the show the crowd was a Chicago crowd, the crowd they were loud it. they were into it they were not into this they were not into this at all and it was a bad way to end the show. It was show. a bad way to go off the air to see the little AEW logo in the bottom corner and dead silence. Yeah. All right. Um, John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. Moxley. And I apologize if I mispronounce that name. I'm agreeing with you there. It's going to yeah, be Moxley. Moxley's going to win. Uh, unless, Moxley, unless Moxley's unless going from a... Matt Cardona gets involved. That would and be amazing. causes like a DQ or causes Satoshi that, to win. That would be amazing. John Moxley's coming off of a hardcore match last night. Yeah. Going into All Out. Right. For a match that they've been talking about how Kojima, and, and I'm, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing this guy's name, but if he, they've been making him out to be a badass. Right. I don't, I don't really know the guy, but... Man, that's that's going to be tough on Moxley. Um, okay, AEW uh, Women's World Championship, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. I think Baker holds on to it. I think Baker holds on to it. I think that it's uh, Jamie Hayter helps her. Yeah. Through, you know, some means, somehow. Um, the AEW TNT Championship, Miro versus Eddie Kingston. My heart wants Eddie Kingston to win this, but I don't think they're ready to take the belt off of Miro yet. Did you see on Rampage the promo between Miro and Kingston yes. this week? Yes. And Miro, you know, my God, and, and, and all of yeah. this. And Eddie, I don't believe in your God. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm like, holy crap. Right. You know, we live in the Bible Belt. Yeah. Like that would not have gone over no. at all down here. No. So, <laughs> yeah, 
I want Kingston to win, but I'm pretty sure Mira's probably going to retain. Yeah, I think so. Although I think Eddie winning could be good. Yeah, it really could. Uh, Miro, Miro is impressive. He looks the best he's ever looked. But I can't recall anything I've seen him do recently that is... He's kind of in a slog at the moment. Yeah, so I think maybe him dropping the title and having to work towards it again could be good for him. Yeah. Um... Paul White versus QT Marshall. Paul White's going to win this. <laughs> For those of you who don't already know, Paul White, Real. formerly known as The Big Show, formerly known as The Giant. Uh, yeah, this is his debut match for AEW. And I will be very shocked if QT Marshall goes over on him. Sir, QT Marshall. Uh, no, I think they've been calling him Marshall lately. <laughs> um but I, I'd, I'd be very shocked, even with the rest of his uh, anti-nightmare family uh, helping out. I think Paul White gets the win yeah. here. I think that this is a feel-good for the crowd. Yeah, I think so. Um, to see Paul White, they'll beat. put this on after they'll they'll do the Young Bucks match first, so that the crowd can be all pissed off that the Bucks won in a steel yeah. cage, and then they'll put this on so the crowd will be like, "Yeah, okay, it's the big, big show." show. Yeah. <laughs> um. Or or since it, since it is the big show. We're going to come out there. They're going to start the match. QT is going to hit him with the finger poke of doom and ha ha. The big show is part of the QT Marshall club. You know, I, I honestly don't know the 90 day for the iconics, but we brought that up earlier. 21 woman casino battle Royal. Okay, So, um, I don't remember when the iconics were released, but I know that Braun Strowman, Ruby riot, buddy Murphy, all of them are eligible at this point. They were eligible on September 1st, which the 21-woman battle royal, uh, my betting odds is Ruby Soho shows up as the the Joker. Yeah. I, I, I want to say that the Iconics were released before them. I think so. Um, I'd like to see them show up. And um, you're talking 21 women. I don't think AEW has 21 AEW women on their roster. AEW has 22 women on their roster. Do they? Yeah, okay. They have 22 women on their roster. Uh, one is injured currently. I forget who it was. Or some, they saw it earlier uh, that... Somebody was not going to be able to perform in the Battle Royal, so they were replaced with somebody that I've never heard of before. Um, you've got Britt is going to be tied up with Statlander. Britt and Statlander. Which is also going to involve Hater and Red Rebel. And, Rebel. Rebel and probably Red Velvet I will be out there somewhere in that. I could see Hater being involved in this match. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't see Rebel being involved in this yeah. match. I, I could see Red Velvet being involved in this match. But I think she also is going to be in um, I, I Statlander's fully, corner. But I fully believe we see Ruby Soho show up and probably win so that you're setting up Britt Baker versus Ruby. Yeah, and, and for those of you who don't know, Ruby Soho, Ruby Riot. formerly Ruby Riot. Uh, yeah, I definitely think we see her here. I hope we see her here. Yeah. Because I think she can do well in AEW. I think I do too. I I think we're looking. If, if Ruby shows up, I would probably put my win on her. Mm-hmm. If not, um, Thunder Rosa. Yeah, one of the two. Um, Orange Cassidy, Wheeler Yuta, and Chuck Taylor, and Jurassic Express. Jesus, it's gonna be a ten man match versus Matt Hardy in Private Party. And TH2. I think the good guys win. 
Okay. And I have two more predictions I want out of you. Okay. The final match. All right. CM Punk versus Darby Allen. CM Punk wins. CM Punk wins. There's no way CM Punk lo- It's going to be close. It's going to be a really good match, I think. There's no way Punk loses in Chicago on his return to wrestling after seven years. Yeah, no, it, not it doesn't. A chance. It, it's not happening. With that said, it's been teased. It's been all but confirmed. Yes, Do we see up. Daniel Bryan yes, or Bryan Danielson, the American Dragon, show up? So, honestly, this is where I think he shows up. Since Hangman is out indefinitely. Yes. Kenny beats uh, Christian. Like I said, I really don't want that to happen. But I also don't want Christian to win. So, Kenny beats Christian. And then Debra shows up. Okay. And he becomes your new challenger for Kenny Omega. Uh, And I feel like he shows up as... The American Dragon. I mean, let's let's see heel Daniel Bryan pop up. Yeah, even though he's fighting heel Kenny, he comes out, he challenges Kenny, he wins. Or conversely, you could have Christian win, dethrones Kenny, and then Daniel Bryan challenges Christian. Daniel Bryan beats Christian for that title within a week or so, just to get it off of him. Yeah. Then Daniel Bryan holds the belt. Kenny challenges him. He beats Kenny. Then he holds the belt until Hangman shows back up. Hangman dethrones Daniel Bryan. I could see that happening. Um, It doesn't make a whole lot of sense when it comes down to, like, the story. The story definitely makes more sense of Kenny probably beating Christian than... Hangman taking it off of Kenny when he comes back and returning triumphantly. Like and I mean, earlier, we, you know? we could see Hangman show up tonight. He's been off for several weeks now. It, it could be that his, his month or whatever it is that he was taking off yeah. could, you know, he could come he back could. tonight. And that I really think there's a compelling story there. Yep. Leave Dark Order out of it. For the most part, this is Hangman and Kenny. Because that's where the story is. That's where it's got to be. That's where the story is. Okay. So, yeah, I agree with you. We see Brian Danielson tonight. I think he shows up. Even even if he doesn't show up as a, you know, he's not going to show up in a match for no. sure. No, he's not going to show up in a match. He's going to show up. We're gonna see him. He's going to show up, and he's going to show up either with the Kenny situation. No. They they never do anything like that when they debut people because he doesn't understand suspense. He doesn't under and I'm talking about yeah. Tony Khan here. He, he's gonna walk out. Nobody's gonna know what the hell music we're listening to. Yeah, and then out gonna walk Brian Danielson, and 30 seconds later the crowd's gonna realize, oh, that's Brian Danielson, and they're yeah. gonna start cheering. That's what no, happens no, no. with Paul White. That's what happened with Mark Henry. Yeah. That's no, how he mean, debuts people. I mean, he's gonna debut that way. But what I mean is, he's either going to his his debut portion is going to be either during the Kenny Christian thing or it's going to be during the punk Darby Allen thing. And if it's during that, I could see that being a him showing up and asking punk, who does he think he is as far as a, uh, you know, being this test for all the new talent, you know, he's been gone for seven years. Let somebody who's been in the ring consistently be the judge of character type thing. With all of the hints that punk has been dropping. Yeah. I think that's we not see, my gimmick. That's somebody else. 
Be patient. I, I think we see CM Punk versus Brian Danielson before we see much do else. We see, do we see Adam Cole show up at some it's point possible. It is possible. Could we see Adam Cole show up to cost the Bucks the title? He comes down in it with a sheet over his head going, Woo! But, like, he is... And the Bucks are like, what is this? He is dead. <laughs> Can we see him show up in, in the Bucks? And I could see the Bucks playing this up. You know, he's outside the cage. No, you're dead. Yeah. You you died. You're <laughs> you dead. You died. And, and that lets the Lucha Bros win hit a move most, and roll up. Win with the most know. devastating move in wrestling today. There's a lot... AEW has almost done enough to earn my money for this show. Yeah. But they haven't done enough. Yeah. If Dynamite would have been a little better, uh, um, yeah. I I think if Dynamite had been better, I think that you and I and maybe a few other people, we would have said, hey, do y'all want to get the show? Yeah, because we, we were talking about it to an extent, but then we just, we kind of didn't make any plans. Yeah, um, and, and as it is, I, I feel don't, like if Dynamite would have been better, we would have probably made those plans Wednesday night and said, "Yeah, okay, we're going to watch it up here." Yeah, know. everybody Just, chip in some money and let's watch. Yeah, we and like we we've done that several times, and yeah. I, I always enjoy that. Um, I'm always down for that. But with that being said, we've kind of come to the end of what we need to talk about. Um, I will say this: 100 episodes. <laughs> 100 episodes. Yeah. Almost two years, like, it's two years this month. Yeah. I don't remember the exact day we started. I don't either. But it's well, two years this month. If we've got 100 episodes, realistically, you could say that in four more episodes, we would be at two years, because that would be 104. But we've there skipped a couple we've weeks. we skipped some weeks in there, mm-hmm. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, I, we, we did start two years ago this month in September, because we started yep. before the launch of uh, Dynamite in October. I love every minute of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's given me a new hobby to sink my money into as I bought uh, three microphones this week. (laughs) So, but with that being said, thank everybody for listening to us over the years. Uh, We appreciate it. And we look forward to talking with y'all again next week. And until then, well, I guess we got to say, we got to get our plugs. We got to get our plugs out. We got to, I was, I was ready to just in the show to say cheers and be done with it. I was, I I see how it is. (laughs) We do have to say thank you to McNarb gaming here in Gaucher, Mississippi. They have all of the games that you could want. Do you want to play D and D? They have that here for you. Do you want to buy board games and and play tabletop games? And we're not even going to say board games. I'm going to say tabletop games. They have that here for you as well. Uh, D and D has a new book hitting this month. The, uh, yeah, you know, the, I don't know, something behind the, the wild or Feywild wild something. Yeah. It's a Feywild wild book. Uh, I've already got mine on pre-order and I've got the special edition cover and all that. So got to. they look awesome. Yeah. That's hitting at the end of the month. They will have copies of that up here for you at McNarb gaming. Come check them out. And while you're here, head on over to head over to big dog liquor, get a, a bottle of something. Uh, he's got every month. They have different wine sales going on. So if you're a wine person and, Check in there and see when your uh, when your brand is is coming up on sale. He gives discounts on cases. Order a case. There you go. Be done with it. Hurricane season is still going on. God forbid you be in a hurricane without your wine. Right. Um. You know he's also got of course everything tequila, whiskey, vodka, rum, you name it. Mixers, uh, airplane bottles, shot bottles. They're all in there. Um. 
So over there, grab some liquor, grab a, a board game here at McNar, listen to us, or you could listen to our buddies at Rogues Cast Radio. Yep. Uh, they're still putting out a, a podcast sometimes <laughs> about uh, general nerd culture, Pokemon, yep. video games, Magic the Gathering, all that kind of stuff. Or even listen to uh, one of our friends, Jarrett Hubbard, and his uh, podcast. That's the word I wanted. Uh, yeah. Called Silence Your Cell Phone. Silence Your Cell Phone. Where he talked, where him and a friend of his talk about uh, movies, new and old. Join us and listen to the uh, the in progress of forming Ignar yeah. Podcast Network. Basically, right? Because while that's <laughs> not officially a thing yet, um, we're getting there. Yeah. So. so. All of that said, thank you all for listening for 100 episodes. Yep. Uh, we appreciate it. We're going to go do something. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we will catch you next week. Yeah. And until then, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>